Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Before we begin, sponsor mentions uh, Pack Filler Online Store, your place for some fun and ever-expanding Pack Filler pride. Hats, caps, mugs, shirts, stickers, jerseys, and more. Take a look at PackFiller.com. Show off your love of bikes. Untapped maple, everybody. Pure Vermont maple is the pure Vermont maple is the core, and clean energy is the result. Grape Maple Aid is their new stuff out, and if it's anything like their other offerings, stand by. Also posted a brilliant homemade granola recipe oh i'm reading off of last week's copy but it is actually brilliant and they use uh simple pure stuff and it works perfectly use the link at pack filler and finally new sponsor alert ding ding you're never going to believe this you guys after praising their name and all of the glory that is watching bike races online nord vpn is on board with us here wow. <laughs> <laughs> right they right. just like going you guys this shit is legit uh the internet tr- you can trick the internet into allowing you to watch all of the bike racing online with a safe secure consistent vpn connection trust us we are all NordVPN believers here. Use our link at packfiller.com to get started. And thanks for Nord for coming on board. Now let's get started and play bikes. My computer crashed, and I had to reload all the audio. Oh, that sucks. Wait, like all those files you had to reload? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 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 Did well, you get the bumpers? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fortunately, I, I, I downloaded them to an external hard drive. So, uh, so we're safe. Yeah. Well, after a week off, the entire band is back together, and we're ready to talk bikes on the longest-running cycling podcast out there since 1999. This is the Packular Cycling Podcast, and I'm your host, Pat Bulger. Let's get the introductions in tonight's prologue question. Gentlemen, it is February 13th. Notice I said February, not February. You say it right. February. Yeah, you hit the R. Fucking say it right. Yeah. What is your philosophy on Valentine's Day? We got a lot of selfish pricks in the room, so I'm anxious to hear how this one goes over. So, your philosophy on Valentine's Day seems a little hot. 
First off, he's very likely the only one in the bar tonight with actual road miles for 2024. Mm -hmm. Am I right? I am. Have you been on the road? No, outside? Absolutely not. There we go, Mr. Paul Main. I am right with that hunch. Really? Yeah. You rode last weekend. Yeah, I was trying to get out this weekend, but it sucked. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's no way. Uh, Paul, what's your what's your philosophy on Valentine's Day? I am grateful my wife is who she is because both <laughs> of us are not a big deal. And it's not a big deal, but it was the day that I proposed to my wife. Oh! Okay. 29 years ago. Wow. So, yeah. So, and, and that's like cheesy for it to be uh, yeah, for Valentine's you Day, but what it was, it, it worked out is I had to refinance my house that I was at. Um, and I told myself, once that's taken care of, whatever that date, I will do it that week. And it oh. happened like two days prior to. And I thought, well, this is it. Didn't have a ring, so I made a, I made a pipe ring because our kids had like a pipe cleaners, pipe like cleaners. an art kit. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I had a gold one. Kids then, are big pipe And smokers, I had an old, you know, yeah, 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 yellow my, teeth. My son, Shit yeah, like he's that. terrible yeah, yeah. at it. He's, <laughs> when I was five, it's like I can't yeah, breathe God, in here. How many? Anyway, so um, anyway, I made this little ring, and I had an old ring box, and I proposed oh, her on yeah. Valentine's Day. And that's about as cheesy as she and I get. That's we give each other cards and stuff. Do you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Next off, he's finally coming through on his promise for Pack Filler Pizza Night, Mr. Dave. Uh, Mr. Oops, Sam Waple. Whoops. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dave's he's like, the older you one. You know what? You <laughs> have to do it now, David. <laughs> Well, I was getting. Wait till I get to David's introduction. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm uh, just grinding away on house projects and trying to ride some. Um, it's really I'm doing a bad job of sticking to my plan. I'm getting all the rides in, but they're just like I'm binge riding, like oh. getting a bunch of them and then stopping for like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not productive, but it's something. Better than nothing. It's better than nothing. I mean, I'm just trying to hold out till Maui. Yeah. In two weeks. Oh, shit. Um, how how are you on Valentine's Day? I'm 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 wondering if the younger generation's going to still be practicing Valentinians. Mm-hmm. Hate I it. You hate it. I hate it. I just was having this rant with my wife the other day, like because and and fortunately she's in the same boat. She doesn't like Valentine's Day either. But wow, her birthday is the seventh, and mine's the twentieth. So we're on both sides of that. And so we just, we have so much that it's like, why would we celebrate this one too? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. need another day in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's our reason. But on top of it, I'm just like, man, it's, you spend so much money. Like, things are just, it's the same stuff that's just marked up tenfold because it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, I don't know, pick like a week before Valentine's Day and celebrate that day. It's my wife's birthday. It's a great day to celebrate. There you go. Everybody can join in. Okay. All right. Kenzie's birthday. Put it on our calendar. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) And uh, this, because I screwed up your introduction, this one's not going to have the power. But uh, next, he's probably going to take partial credit for Pack Filler Pizza Night, David Waples. Yeah, probably. Has no power like David. (laughs) I like how you threw that in there. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. All right, Chief. How are you on Valentine's Day? Um... I'm actually, I think this is going to spark a conversation with my wife when we get home. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever really defined it, but I think we're both not really Valentine's people. I mean, no. like, I don't think we need a, a, a day to go on, like, a date night. So, uh, like, I think we went on a lovely date last Friday night that 
would maybe be like a Valentine's Day thing, but we do that all the time, just whenever we have time together. Yeah. So yeah. there's nothing about, like, to me, I hated it when I was growing up because I dated somebody who put a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day. And then I was just like, man, why do we have to, like, take it so seriously for one day a year? Yeah. Yeah. So I personally don't like it. We've never really talked about it, but we'll, we'll find out when I get home. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure she doesn't <laughs> like it either. Honey, God, you know what? Like, honey, I, there are some clothes on the lawn. Um, oh, shit, they're um, mine. <laughs> honey, yeah, the lawn like, doesn't work anymore. Huh. I'm going to flip it around. Maybe I do love Valentine's Day. Like, how great would it be if you could just be a total POS, like, all year long, and then you only and had then, to be good yeah. on one day? Hold on. We got to get through all the internet. We got to get on. We got to get all the introductions because I know somebody in this bar who is a very holiday oriented person. And probably this one. So next off, he knows his midnight blue film is black. Mr. Jackson Bolter. I do very well. Yeah. And I don't. don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day. I like it. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I like, I mean, (laughs) I like all of them. I like saying, I get excited for St. Patrick's Day. You know, like it's any day to just think it's a little bit fun. Yeah. It's, I, I think that celebrating, like, it doesn't even have to be like celebrating each other. I think it's just celebrating in general is like a fun thing to do. Okay. okay. Yeah. And just I just like to have a reason to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also like Valentine's Day, though, because it's like you get like a day that's not an anniversary or a birthday to like celebrate each other and it's kind of fun and i'm not one of those people that's just like me and all year round no i'm not like that yeah yeah but really you strike me as that kind i know of right? total I really do. Do. Total yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah but i just skips a generation yeah yeah i just think it's uh i think it's fun to celebrate so i'm i'm a big fan of it all right like Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm Pat Bulger, and I'm bringing meat to the pizza party. Yes. Good. Nice. I'm, I'm going to bring a little Tupperware containers. If I drink all. enough, I might even end up eating some of it. There we go. All right. Um, I, 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 I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day. I yeah. haven't been for a long mm-hmm. time. And, Are you and it, anti? No. Well, the funny thing is, is it's funny because Jackson just mentioned it, and I thought, God, that's a wonderful way to look at it. Why don't I look at it that way? Because, because you're negative. You're bad. Yeah, because I'm at <laughs> <Pat> Bulger's. <laughs> burned, I'm bitter, and I'm angry. Um, because I've always, I, I, you know, like for example, when my, and I, I stopped doing this, and I shouldn't have, but when, when I got married to my wife, we got married on the 21st of May. And f- for about seven or eight years, on the 21st of every month, I would buy my wife some flowers, just bring it to just kind of a thing like that. Just, you know, it's just like, hey, it is cool. It was cool because back then I got paid on the 20th. So I know it'd pop into my head and I'm like, oh, I got to go buy flowers. And so and I liked doing that. And that was something I would just do. And now occasionally, you know, when I go to Trader Joe's or something like that, I'll see the flowers and I'll buy flowers or something like that. You bastard. I'm going to look like a piece of crap. No. I don't think I bought my wife flowers probably twice in my life. Really? Yeah. But I'll buy them because I know it's something she really likes and, and I'll do that kind of stuff and then i think about valentine's day where it's like so you're a douchebag all year long you you know you're you're some sort of asshole real estate agent who cheats on your wife (laughs) (laughs) i'm just picking i'm just picking careers (laughs) we just lost the real estate audience real estate agents are banging other people (laughs) So that's like 80% of our audience. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, you're doing that, and then all of a sudden Valentine's Day, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to take her out to the nicest place in town because I'm an asshole. It's like, fuck. Come on, man. Just be a nice person all the time. You know, celebrate the little things like Jackson does, you know, and I guess so. So there we go. 
Wear some pink. Yeah. So that's a yeah. nice thing about Only on Wednesday. Yeah. 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 So there we go. <laughs> I just lost half our audience. <laughs> if I show him that house. Okay, let's get to it. Time to rub it in. I've been off the bike pretty much for two weeks straight. I did ride on uh, Sunday and Monday for the first time. Well, indoors, so it doesn't count. Uh, for the first time in probably t- over two weeks. So let me have it. Who's been training properly? Let Just just throw it at me. Who's been up to speed? Binging. Yeah. Like I said, binging. Now, are are you talking like short, intense workouts, or are you talking about like... I mean, I actually, I switched to, I changed my training plan. I'm trainer road still, but they just one released... One day a week. Yeah, one day a week. They yeah. just released the master's training plan. I saw that. Really? I'm on it. Bro. I love it. I love it. You're like 32, I'm, right? I'm, master's is around the corner. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I just made eye contact with Paul. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Fuck, they're not even masters yet. And no I've been idea. swearing a lot tonight. I already yeah. I understand. I'm but, not keeping track. But like I what I do like about it is it I'm a firm believer because of my career path being PT that like in the world of physical therapy, we take into account everything that you're doing, right? And so if I have a hard training program, I've now taken on stress of remodeling my house, I'm still working a full time job and then everything else that it's like they, something's got to give, right? And yeah. so instead, looking at all that, that is workload. So I'm decreasing my riding. And honestly, I'm still throwing in strength training, all that stuff. So I, I still feel good about it, but um, it's just different. Like, I take all that stuff into account. When I was in a band, I used to count playing the drums as, mm. as a legit workout. That would be a legit workout. I was actually kind of making fun of myself and in their way backhandedly making fun of you. No, that's a workout. It is on Whoop and it is on Apple. Drumming? Drumming. Right there. Wow. Maybe that's why your shoulders are so jacked. Neil Peart style. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't do that. Jackson, I I stalk you on Strava. You know that. And uh, like you finish a workout and my phone goes like, bing, Jackson did it. And I'm like, Damn it! I gotta go get on the bike, Pat. You can. Wow, that was interesting. Um, Physics. Yeah, but uh, you've been you've been pretty consistent. Yeah, you know, consistency is what I need to do, or else I won't really get anything done. Um, but it's been good. You know, I am really seeing. Yesterday was a big indicator of seeing some progress from the beginning, or the beginning of, I would say, fall ish to now. It's. Bigger numbers are beginning to feel a little bit easier. So I'm going to stop. 300? 400? 500? 600 watts? Dude, oh my FTP God. is 600? Oh, not FTP. Not even close. No, FTP is still... I don't work FTP. Oh, yeah. Oh, good man. Yeah. You know, I work the... You work the high end. The peaks. Really? Golly. I did t- just some zone two shit, and it felt really good. To it's get all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a right. lazy man's workout. I know. I want to do yeah. it. Yeah, I feel. I was on the bike for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's pretty good. I might have got a pit. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm so saying. Too ah. If I'm not, if I'm not getting off of one of my intervals and I can like kind of see out of my right eye, then I didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah, it's not like dry heaving. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What do you? Is base training no longer a thing? I no. mean, nobody's Mm-mm. like no. That went away. Yeah, really? Yeah, back in the, like the eighties. Talking about like big miles and stuff. 
Welcome to the 2000s. Well, what if you want to? LSD long slow distance. What if you want to train for something of distance, but you guys are all going like, I'm going to do 48 minutes at. I'm. I'll stop when my eyes are bleeding. It depends on the. I think it depends on the discipline that you're wanting to race. I was watching the Lifetime Grand Prix, which puts out a really good series. If anybody wants to, their yeah. video watch series Call are of brilliant. Lifetime. Are brilliant. It's very good. Yeah, they're very good. But like, let's say you're a racer like that, those type of distances would matter. But like, as a road racer, especially in the current era where there's not a lot of road races going on, this short, intense stuff is kind of what we would want to focus on. Mm-hmm. David, you train sustained power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was skiing for a week, so that interrupted things. Since you know, everybody in the world probably has crappy snow. Canada didn't have any better snow, so that was just a week of sitting around drinking beer. <laughs> 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 hey, those those pints That's are training. heavy. That's a recovery yeah. week. Yeah, those pints are heavy, man. They were well. It's yeah, they did effort. Yeah, after you 16 have sixteen ounce like, curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sixteen ounce over. Yeah, keep yeah. those things going. But I'm still just doing the trainer road. I went. I actually backed down to four days a week, though. It's just I'm just tired of being on. You're soft. I'm tired of being on a trainer five days a week yeah. for an hour. Mm-hmm. It's Jackson and and Paul were talking about right. that when they walked in the studio tonight. They're just like going, "Okay, I'm ready for training." I want to go outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like just tired of. Go- I don't look forward to it anymore. But are you willing to go out when it's pissing rain and or <laughs> starting to snow? It's definitely not. That. No. See. Okay. Okay. Right now, I mean, you know, I almost went mountain biking the other day. It was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Weekend, I, I'm going to get on the mountain. I'll be on the mountain bike before I'll be on the road. Doing beacon, like, up to, up and well, down. Make sure the trails are good. Don't don't beat the shit nah, out I'm going to be trails. one of those guys that's just like, screw yeah, it. Let's get through the yeah. corner just because, you know, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck them. You, you, you take care of them. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. I just shaved my legs for the first time since October. I do want Why? that to be that's what I want to know. Why would you do that? Well, first of all, you can't tell my arms because my, I I did recently shave my arms after mm-hmm. going to the hospital because mm-hmm. because the the bless her heart. The woman who was trying to and I'm not saying it's because of a woman, just the person she she was a mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. She was standing mm-hmm. there. She was a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's who was that in charge. I'm I'm sensitive no, they, about it and I'm terrified <laughs> about getting tackled. I think we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all good. She's like, yeah. how do you say all nurses are women? No, it's not that case. Um she she was looking for places to do the IV and she shaved like five or six places and my arm looked like it was mildly she checkerboarded like, yeah, down there. she was like cutting through this bush to like pretty much where's the artery down pretty here? much yeah. yeah i have i have i have naturally have very hairy arms mm-hmm. and so my arms are completely shaved but if you were to see that you would know that what my legs looked like after not shaving since october I mean, I had David's face on my kneecaps. <laughs> I'm really interested. Who's been who of the past since October? Yeah, who has been consistently shaving their? That legs? was thank you. You're you're wow. ready to host the show. Yeah, I, I I always have a tradition of doing it on New Year's Day. Oh wow. Oh okay. So first time. I, first so you time, let it go. I let go right after my last race. Okay. Always. Okay. When I'm not racing, and then it, and it was in August this year. Yeah. David, I, I'm going to be on. I stopped when I Peter say, stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you count Years on this ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not about to do that again. You're not going to shave? No, I will trim, my, like buzz my leg hair, you know, but I will never shave again. Why? No, it's too much work. I'm like you. I have as much hair as you on my legs. But it's not worth it. It's oogie. 
Yeah, I, I would do it if we had a, a good race. That, I, that was actually very well timed. Wow, yeah, yeah. I would do it for like a big race. I almost did it for Montana. And then because Sam was over here talking so much, ga- like, you know, spitting so much yeah. game on these people, making Bullshit. it sound like it was. Yeah. yeah. Like, no the only reason I got dropped was because my legs weren't totally shaved. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, it got me less excited. I was like, I'm not going to shave. My legs will be pokey for weeks. Yeah. So. That's what drives me crazy. At okay. what point do you like let it grow out? Never. I haven't After. stopped shaving. I haven't stopped. <laughs> you, you're consistently <laughs> year round. Stopped year round. Yep. Yeah. I used to do Good that. I, that this, was me years ago. This is the season of Valentine's Day. What does your significant other think of shaved legs? Well, I guess it depends on where you stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not. That's a re- great point. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, why? Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah, let's, let's get into it. Some of us is that a Batman figure? <laughs> Some of us well, I thought it was Valentine's Day, so I'd do it a heart. And, uh, <laughs> then I got into it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. man. What, is your, what does your wife think of, of shaped legs, Jackson? If I have hairy legs at this point, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's just been so long. It's been since my freshman year of college, which is six years Wow, that's yeah. how my wife was, and then I because I well I started shaving and she's like ew gross that's disgusting and then I shaved my legs for probably six years all the time yeah and then after that I was like this yeah, screw this and I stopped and then she was like ew gross why do you have leg hair yeah and but now I think it would go back to the you don't shave your legs you know really I think so I don't know I like wasn't allowed to move in the bed when I yeah. had, because it was so sharp. My legs were so sharp. It was like, if you move, you're going to tear the sheets and my skin. <laughs> Dude, like, upgrade the sheets. You're a yeah. doctor, for God's sakes. <laughs> it wasn't back then. <laughs> so maybe now I'll get nicer sheets and shave again. Yeah. yeah. Now, flannels are, are tough. They with, are. With freshly shaven legs. <laughs> no, that's I, like I, glides. It is so yeah, nice. Give it Not like fresh, two days. Yeah, like yeah. two days later. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. you're. That mine, mine would be two weeks later. Yeah. That's Lucky when that starts. Fair, yeah. It is so nice to like have shaved legs and get into bed. Yeah. That is a feeling that everyone should experience. Are you kidding me? Pulling on a pair of pants. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Excellent. Yeah. And then oh, give yeah. it two days and it's like the worst fucking feeling. You I know. Ever. That's like, why. It sucks. And that's why I'm just like, it's not worth it. I don't want to shave every couple days. My wife, really? when I met her, she knew I was a cyclist. Didn't think anything about my shaved legs. Then when we consummated our relationship she's All like right. that's freaking weird <laughs> because obviously the legs rub together and stuff, yeah and so but now but and then later on like about i think about six months later i was at my little brother's house who had a pool and uh my dad was there and my older brother and and i were all standing by the pool and talking and she said she looked over and looked at their legs and like ooh. They've got hair on them. Yeah. Like, she's just switched. Yeah. So. Well, that's, my wife yeah. is 100% into that now. She's just yeah. like, no, your legs are gross. Yeah. You need yeah. to shave it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I see how that would happen, but I just don't It is a great way to, co- to claim your side of the bed, though. It's just, just one little zzzz. And like, yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, like, slight change, but on the same topic. Like, I, doesn't that guys make you feel, like, race ready? Like when I shaved my legs, like I think I shaved my legs for RC three maybe this year. I don't remember, but I I remember being like, oh wow, it's 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 time to race. It's the thing I'm always race ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. race tomorrow. It, yeah. ready. If the yeah. leg if the leg hair you're can on call. Poke, yeah. if the leg hair can <laughs> exactly. poke through the thigh of your shorts, that's messed up. 
Oh, it will this spring. Oh yeah. Sam's like comes out as like the butt, butt the butt chamois. You yeah. can see hair coming out. That's, yeah. You got to do something about that. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's good unsolvable. Yeah. But this yeah. raises Brazilian forty-year-old virgin style. This is raises, oh, right. raises the issue. Where do you stop? Mm-hmm. You know, for him, he's gonna have a weird on my like, back. Hairy, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Jesus, exactly. You're gonna have a shirt line. Yeah. <laughs> I stop where the leg stops. Where the leg becomes your hip. Oh, okay. yeah. You have to. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, you got like boxer. So if or I'm drawing some weird imagery right yeah. now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, like you, for me, you got to grab and pull to the side so you can get <laughs> up there. <laughs> Right, we're going there. <laughs> Especially if you're, you know, you're like a oh. continental soldier. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure things are out of the way. I can't. Are you talking about a fupa or a penis? I think I don't think. Any, I think fupa. both his his twig and berries. He's getting out of the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were no, talking about fupa. fupa. Yeah, his fupa for sure. What's a fupa? <laughs> it's like it's like okay. No, fat oh. above pubic area. Okay, so you have like the little fat fold. No, bump. I don't have that. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't have a dad bod. Good looking sack of man. Oh my gosh. Jackson's like, great oh topic. man. No, real, yeah. You, but you go I'm all the way up. Talk about this one. <laughs> all the way up to the hip joint, right? Oh yeah. Right? I, my hair doesn't grow on my thigh, so oh, so you don't. You don't yeah. You're so lucky that you have like very fair little hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I have a contract with Brillo. <laughs> they want your hair. Yeah, you put it in the bag. Yeah, kind of like, you know, people. Great, these will scrub some. Are you saving those locks for cast cancer? Iron pants. No, for Brillo. Yeah. For Brillo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, you cannot refer to each other. I want to know, why do cyclists shave their legs? What do you tell people when they ask, mm. why do cyclists shave their legs? Jackson. Um, I say for crashing reasons. Okay. Because uh, I have crashed a lot in the past two years. Yeah. Uh, and it's way better to clean out your shaven legs than your unshaven legs. Okay. And technically, it is a slight aerodynamic advantage. Okay. You, you, you pick one. Oh, uh, well. I pick two. Okay. <laughs> my bad. Sam, I mean, why I, do cyclists I, shave their legs? I use those same two reasons, but my number one reason is crashing, and it's bandaging. Like taking, okay. like yeah. when you bandage, and then you have to clean that bandage, and you take that off, yeah. and it's like getting waxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul, why do cyclists shave their legs? You queued up. Did you queue up? Something? No, I oh, was right. going to queue right. up the screen, but I couldn't find <laughs> okay. it. Uh, originally... When I was racing a lot, it was for massages, and it's a lot better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would get weekly massages. And and if you have, even the little hair that I have, sometimes it's, ooh, yeah. so it makes it cringe. But now that I'm older and I don't get massages, certainly crashes. You know, bandages and only that scab with the hair in it, and you go picking those babies, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're taking a hair with it. So, <laughs> David, why do cyclists <laughs> shave their legs? I mean, I always would say the crash thing but i gotta be honest when i used to shave my legs it was because it made, it made me Vanity. feel fast yeah, yeah. it was mm-hmm. like this is, it, made, it makes your legs look bigger like more defined when and you that feel fast. shit's yeah. glistening i wasn't a, thinking about crashing time twilight crit i sometimes you feel like a hero <laughs> to, yeah, i'm gonna <laughs> say this right now that all of you are full of shit except for david because it, let's be honest we you do it because other cyclists do it and it looks good 
Yeah. I can guarantee you if I did, if I rode unshaven, most people would not know. <laughs> so for me, that does not work. Yeah, I mean, I don't shave my legs, though. Like, I only shave oh, my legs know. during the... <laughs> During the race because of crashing. It's like, what is I did that definitely sound? What's back that in the day. Whistling sound. Uh, yeah, back in the day shit. when I would shave my legs, I definitely van God, I remember one time. Did you do that too? Some one of our teammates shows up with freaking coconut oil to oh, put that's on. That's what our we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hold yeah. up yeah. the legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and you feel fast. You you look down at your legs and you're like, I'm fast. I'm fast tonight. <laughs> Those are slippery. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but like be honest, All you're right. not taking that like second and third stroke with the razor, getting it buttery soft for the crash, you know. Well, and the, I was glad yeah. that you know Jackson brought up their aerodynamic advantage, but I was glad that the rest of you, you know, that it, yeah, it is what some people mm-hmm. say technically. But but you know, if if aerodynamic advantages was the was the true key, why are people not shaving their arms, and why is facial hair so popular in the pro peloton? Mm-hmm. Didn't they test beards in a wind tunnel? Yeah, they did. No. Specialized. Anton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like negligible or mm-hmm. it didn't mm-hmm. have any effect. Because it's in front of your torso. Yep. No. Oh. But legs was actually. Yeah, there's actually an effect with legs. And mm-hmm. I think there was with arms. With arms, too. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. They Jackson, slowly I, shaved I, I, this I, You can have both of your reasons. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. Let's get to the news, you guys, because we're going to. We're basically making a new segment tonight. This new segment has a new name, introducing headlines and commentary. What's the first letters of each of those? HC. VHC. Four categories. Just Some crushing it. Like I'm not as dumb as I look, right? Yeah. Spot or by our friends at Scratch Labs. You've all probably wondered what this wonderful little bag yeah, over I've been here is. waiting oh. for it. Scratch Labs, everybody, has a limited edition cookie mix. I just saw this on Instagram. And um, I saved the last four cookies of our first batch of the cookie mix. Wow. And you guys have to be able to contribute to the show whilst eating a cookie mix. This is honestly a bag of scratch. All you have to do is add an egg, butter, and then whatever toppings you want in it. I put in two types of chocolate chips, dark chocolate and regular chocolate, and craisins, cranberry raisins. Damn. Mm. Gentlemen, initial thoughts. Jackson's at least leaning away from the microphone so we don't hear. Oh, I prefer that. It's like my Skittle game. Initial thoughts. That's a good cookie. It doesn't. I eat a lot of cookies. As a cinnamony kind Mm -hmm. of a. Mm -hmm. Taste to it, don't you think? I guess it doesn't really taste any like it's any different of a cookie mix than anything else would be, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't give you that heartburn. Put those in your jersey <laughs> pocket, baby. You know. Yeah, it doesn't seem overly sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or you cooked oily. it nice. Yeah. It, it, I like the chew, not too and that's raw. Going on, I did those on Sunday. Uh-huh. So um, that's how long they. No, yeah, Sunday. So that's how long they've they've had time. And they're still a little soft. Around. Wonderful edition. Right? These are very good, but I think what we all need to draw attention to is the fact that Sam did say that these don't give you heartburn. Mm-hmm. You what might, kind of cookie you, gives you heartburn? Maybe you should be oh, training of, with the Masters program. Yeah, a lot of cookies. <laughs> yeah. With all the sticks of butter I've in them. I've never gotten a heartburn this from has, really? he, this. He's has trying to get tons of no, butter, but like, yeah. there's some cookies that are so buttery. Are you kidding me? I'm the only person here that's ever experienced heartburn from cookies. No, you can't. Have you Did ever it? gotten heartburn? No. David, have you ever gotten heartburn? I get it all the time. 
Maybe it's God, a it's a Waple thing. thing. I, get, I have yeah, like when I, I eat like crap. When yeah. I eat crap food, like fast food. Stuff. Oh, ever getting but heartburn? Not, period. Not from cookies. No, from, I mean from cookies. cookies. From cookies. No, no, not, not yeah, from but cookies. have you oh. eaten shitty cookies? Like, just no, like, I don't eat shitty cookies. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> Yes, like, I have eaten a lot I of shitty cookies. I can tell you if it gives me. <laughs> like I a lot tell of them. You if it gives me because I don't eat shitty cookies. We no. get it. You have a great lower esophageal sphincter. Rub it in. And <laughs> mine's just lazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have two sphincters. Acid just. We all more than, There's way more than that, actually. Yeah. How many sphincters does the human body have, David? How, How many that, sphincters do I have? Isn't there 12? There, uh, what the? No, it be more than that F? because your tear ducts. In your in your GI tract, you've got. In your, yeah, GI tract. You've got two on one on each side of the stomach. Uh-huh. You've got technically two in your butthole. <laughs> Isn't there uh, also like pilo? between like all Cognac the intestines? Pilo. Yep. The jejunum, the like all of no, those no, have no. speed. No, just be, no, no, just all between this. My body's this like this the desert in Zune. That's so, a sphincter. I guess you could make this. I have this gotten up. no answer to your question. Tear ducts. I thought we had Get one. Get back after further research. Well. The sphincter. <laughs> the. The. Mm. The. The mm. sphincter. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, Scratch Labs. <laughs> Boy, we're all over the <laughs> map today. Boy, you yeah. guys, uh, use the link at packfiller.com. They, these, this is a this limited is cookie edition, uh, cookie batter and cookie... Ba- it comes in a bag just like regular scra- scratch. You put in the ingredients, mix it together, done. Um, that's, that's what Scratch does. They offer all this kind of stuff all over the place, and it's great stuff. So, on to the news while everybody chews in the background. Mm. And if you have a, uh, a, a a problem with the sound of human chewing, like I do, when my sister used to chew her cereal, what I think intentionally with her mouth open. It's a YouTube uh, thing. It's a YouTube fetish. Yeah. It's ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. In a good way? Yeah. yeah. People like that. Oh, like they listen to people eating noodles. People what? It's, it's that like the stupid. bread thing where people like... Like brush the top of like no. bread and people talk in a specific way, so they talk very saliva. Hello, like they do oh. that. Oh. Yeah, I do that's, that, but that's like that's like a thing. People really <laughs> like to that watch to that. People anyways, I'll do the anyways, <laughs> news. Um, uh, Saudi Arabian proposal for the new cycling league, SRJ Sports Investment. The sports arm of Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has reportedly entered exclusive talks to back a new cycling league in the latest move by the kingdom to increase its influence over global sports industry. Hold commentary, because I know we got some pisses me off citing sources close to the deal news outlet reuters said srj sports investment is looking to invest around 270 million dollars into the project which is being headed by several european cycling teams um teams linked to the project include uh visma lisa bike ineos granite ears which is owned by billionaire businessman jim ratcliffe both of which compete on the obviously the top tier of the uci uh, world team World Tour, sorry. It is understood that the teams involved believe the majority of profits from top events, including the Tour de France, go to the organizers, and a new league will be a way to redistribute earnings more evenly. The commercial um, aspects of the deal are expected to be finalized with SRJ over the next few months after being uh, after the fund beat other invest uh, interested investors, including private equity firm CVC, to the punch. So apparently, the Grand Tour promoters are not at least of yet on board. 
The Flanders Classics Group has been apparently showing some interest within this, and the idea would likely benefit the bigger races and teams, but hurt smaller events and upstart teams as they would not have access to some of these larger events. So, um, initial thoughts on this. I know that sports washing is going to be a topic that that, that creeps into this, where we are uh, seeing very similar things that just recently happened in the in the sport of golf. I mean, the game of golf. It's not a fucking sport. Um, there goes the other half of our viewers. I, <laughs> yes, I hate I hate golf with the passion of a thousand sons. I, I cannot stand. My email is patrickatbackfowler.com. If you want to talk to me about how golf is cool, <laughs> I am more than happy to go at it with you. I won't do this on social media. My father used to make me play golf all the goddamn time. And then he kicked my ball because, ready to play, ready to play. And I'm just like, oh. Fuck that game. Um, There's some therapy wow. for that. So, yeah, yeah, you guys brought it up. I got a lot to get through. Yeah. Um, so, uh, does this seem like a viable cycling business model? And what does the Saudi Arabian investment group stand to benefit from something like this? So, I mean, this is a, this is a crazy topic because there's actually something near on identical to what's going on in soccer called the European Super League. And what goes on is it's pretty much the richest clubs in Europe, right? So the Real Madrid's, the Manchester United's, the Manchester City's, the Barcelona's, all those type of teams, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, all going in on the same exact league where it'd be probably the richest clubs in the world. All, I think 20 of them? Yeah, 20 richest clubs in the world going in. And there is a relegation system and all that. It's a regular league, but it would take over for another club competition called the UEFA Champions League and it it's really just pretty much exactly what you just described and elitism at its finest exactly and we're seeing these like really small clubs like like a like a Brighton that's a really good team but just not well off enough financially to be able to vie for those those top spots and so it's crazy that we are starting to see that what did you call it sport washing yeah yeah um I mean to answer the question though is it a like a viable business, uh, what opportunity model? model? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, if all if all the rich clubs go in on it, or all the rich teams go in on it, like, who's to say it what isn't? Are, what's the rest of the sport going to do? You know, when you've got yes, we have world tour teams at this level, just like a soccer, uh, you know, high end mm-hmm. soccer league would have, and teams get relegated mm-hmm. as we've seen now as a new format that that cycling is adapted we have wildcard teams that are that are um, entered into uh, certain races you know tour de france if you're a french you know, continental team chances are you're going to get into the tour de france mm-hmm. but is this going to create even more exclusivity based upon massive amounts of dollars and at what point does you know these oil producing Saudi Arabian you know Middle Eastern countries start to just completely own everything and there's nothing left well, I bet it depends on viewership once you get yeah. the, once you get the viewers I can't lose it I bet you this this first round of ideas will be declined uh, the teams will say no we don't want to do this and then they'll come up with a second version of it is that a good thing Paul, Paul's rolling his eyes Paul's like, I'm well, going to let everybody I, I, else go first, yeah. and then I'm going <laughs> to yeah. unleash. Well, I was sitting at the coffee shop with my friend Marks and Ankles, and uh, <laughs> they went over their head. 
Communist manifesto, Karl Marx. <laughs> it, it to me is the risk gets richer situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what happens. You look at the teams that really the richest two teams are the ones that you've listed already. Yeah. So what what is the advantage of of joining this league? There's a lot of people pissed off at the uh, ASO because they have a lock on the biggest bike race and bike races outside of that, the Vuelta, and they also do Leyes, best on Leyes, the longest running one-day classic yeah. monument. Um, you know, Perry roubaix uh, And so they, they get this lock, and they are piggish about, you know, their, their royalties and stuff. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people think that should be shared, that that should trickle down for smaller teams to get some of the pieces of that pie, and they no, you know, you earn what you earn, so... Um, I do not like the idea. One, what are the Saudis? To me, cycling is a huge historical uh, sport. I mean, it 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 is outside of baseball. History is like the biggest thing to cycling in, in order for it to continue on. Um, I don't, I just, I could be wrong, but I don't think that's their interest. It's all about money. When the Saudis are throwing money out, Mm-hmm. And saying, "Hey, we got a league, and you guys all can share it." So, what's gonna what's gonna be the fallback when they said, "Nah, we're bored with this. We'll pull the plug." Mm-hmm. There's no safety. the The thing what we have right now is history, and a lot of people are willing to give. To me, like uh, here's an example where people will pour out money out of their own pocket. Um, Perry Roubaix Junior, uh, the uh, junior race, uh, was gonna be disqualified or quit running just for mm-hmm. financial reasons uh john dagenkolb De- helps out and tries to raise money to redo you buy a cobblestone they redo the surface and stuff and that money goes to you know you can help to pay that for the junior race that's what history and, and tradition has as opposed to just throwing money at something mm-hmm. and trying to create something and it becomes more to me like the nba when I grew up, the NBA was like the pinnacle. I can't stand watching the NBA. It's all about the three-point line. Now, a lot of people are going to turn it off. but <laughs> And it's five spread, and they sit outside the, the three-point, and they pass it around a little bit, and somebody breaks to the basket, and they try to alley-oop. Or there's somebody, and if that's shut down, they throw it back to the outside, to the open guy, and he shoots the three. And they wander down, and they do it on the other end. And that's what <clears throat> pro racing is going to get to, I think. Pretty soon, it's just this, you know, glamour, watered down. You know, your heroes are going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, whatever. So, yeah, I think it's a, it would be a disaster. I do wish there was some way to share for this, the smaller teens, but I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, something that I, Paul, when you were talking, made me really think about this was my my real reference is soccer. That's the team. That's the sport that I other than mm-hmm. cycling pay attention to the most and um a few years ago there was a big move for everybody to go to the chinese super league and there was like money like unbelievable money like money that we can't wrap our heads around and after a while people started to realize the quality of that of that league or like the money kind of started to run out and so i think what you said paul about the whole like what if what if the saudi arabian countries really go Eh, this isn't really that fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you start to realize that, hey, like the quality has diminished to an unbelievable amount. And that's where riders or players go to die. And then um, re- like really nobody wants to watch it because it's one of those things where it's 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 predictable. A lot of people call the NFL scripted. 
well, was what we watched last weekend a little bit scripted? Probably a little bit, and everybody kind of expected it. And then it gets to that point where it's like, is this pro league of cycling going to be like very much scripted? It's just the quality, I think, is going to diminish if this is something that really does happen. Are you talking about Taylor? Because I don't, I don't want to <laughs> No, I just... Because that like, wasn't scripted. That's real love, man. Oh, no. That I real. real. I believe in that, I but it's like... I believe in every single ounce of that. Who would have thought... Romeo, gr- take me somewhere we can be yeah. alone. But I mean, <laughs> my whole thing with this whole Super That's Bowl thing know. was that like, the greatest player of this generation is down. Everybody's hoping that he does... Like, he can come back from it. Yeah. And then he does in like the most dramatic possible way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like... Yeah. I have one little tidbit about money into things and I find this interesting as an individual too when you ask I saw this this I was listening to NPR years ago um, and they were asking you know how much more money would it take for you to find total happiness and mm. realistically yeah. instead of I've just heard, tons of money yeah. and people say 10% and that 10% went from people who are making $25,000 a year to you know two $250 million. they still thought they needed 10 more percent. Every demographic. Every yeah, demographic. Yeah, yeah. Still, realistically, the average was around 10 percent. Mm-hmm. We really don't need all that money. But it, when it's flashed, what happens is it, things get distorted and people get, you know, like, wait a minute. I put a lot of money in this team. It's my turn to win. You yeah. know, and, and that's what, how I feel like some of the upper echelon, you know, sports are getting. And I don't want cycling to go down that route. Yeah. I mean, we have our drug problem. We've got enough. <laughs> So, <laughs> and and we run into the you know the, the I I think Paul you sometimes you, you know when we wax sentimental historical mm-hmm. about about cycling being the sport of the people and things like that and if this becomes such a high budget monetary thing where will it go where will it take are we going to suddenly f- be seeing more you got to pay to spectate. You got to, you know, it's not where you can 100%. be on the side of the road and reach out and practically touch your heroes. Are we going to run into this separation and this monetization of everything to the fact where it becomes a stadium based sport? Mm, which is kind of what they did to XC mountain bike racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ma- Cross country mountain bike racing is nothing like what it originally mm-hmm. was. I got, it, I got one more thing to say about your topic there, there. and I don't want to bogart the whole topic but uh, uh the friend said david's just wondering if peter sagan is still racing on <laughs> pro peloton can't figure it out um so uh, uh dismount dave and i in 2018 when we went and found these five guys at peru bay and i interviewed for your show and yeah stuff. yeah they were on yeah there. um we became friends and everything and and one of the things they don't go to the rondo von flander and the tour de flanders because of the promoters have created a route where they pass the Quermont and the Pattersburg and they have VIP tents and all these rich people come in. And so the people have to find other directions. They just, they boycott. Yeah. And they said, Peru Bay is still the race of the people. And he says, there's no, the front, you know, in Peru Bay, there's no VIP stuff. You go wherever you want to go. And that's that. Um, and so that's, I think the direction when when you listed uh, the Fan- Flanders Classic, yeah, those people are looking for money and they're trying to figure out a way to make money, and that's uh, you can see where people are. You know, I think people are getting frustrated with it. 
So. God, I hope we don't lose those. No. There are changes. And, and, you know, we talk about the history of the sport. We talk about changes that are being uh, constantly uh, rethought and ways in which to do it. Um, there have been some in the news lately. Uh, some in very in particular, which have been very interesting. Um, changes within the sport to help it grow. Number one, shortening stages. Thoughts about shortening uh, the distance of bike races. Sam, you gave me a... Yeah, I thought about that before quite a bit. And it would make the... I think races more exciting. Make them, yeah, just make them shorter. You talking about like I think that like a pro race could be sixty to at most eighty miles and be thrilling. Jax has got his jaw on idea. the floor. That's cr- I just I like <laughs> what I like what I like about pro racing too is that it's almost like kind of like a. a, a it depends on the stage. It's a bit of like a war of attrition in some cases that like you've been doing like 80 miles and then you got to climb one of the toughest climbs mm-hmm. in all of cycling. Like that is a ridiculous ask of a human being to do. I mean, of course it would make it more exciting and we skip through all the other stuff, but it's like, I don't know why I'm such a traditionalist when it comes to that stuff. I like that. I like the length of the stages. I like mm-hmm. when, I mean, I like when, Tidy Pagacha is burnt to the core and he's been doing like a hundred plus miles yeah. and still like destroying the rest of the field. It's it's or, so exciting. Or when Tade, for example, didn't fuel right and it lost him the tour. Yeah, because I think that yeah. that makes yeah. it like with sixty miles, boom, like you don't have to fuel right. You don't have you it's just pure on adrenaline racing. You don't have to do anything right at that moment. I think that's like it's such a strategic game that I think that without the with personally, I think without the length of the stage you kind of take away a lot of that i just think though that like i mean you it just depends on the, the planning of the routes but like i mean like at the tour de bloom first stage is like ten thousand five hundred, you know vert and 65 miles like you know doing something like you can still get like you could just make the hills or you know uh, so they're just doing pass after pass after pass instead oh, of like wow. any kind of recovery in there. You can make these roads just like savage. Yeah. You know? And so But that does take a little bit of the spectator element out of out of what we see in pro cycling where you've got these long stretches where people in small towns are coming out and you know and things mm-hmm. like that. No, I'm not saying I'm yeah, yeah. one's better than the other. Um another one is is the shortening of Grand Tours. It does three weeks oh, need that. to be the length of a Grand Tour. Yes. Yeah, it does. Paul. Yeah, I think it's tradition. Um, they, I think the the Vuelta at one time was a little bit shorter, like in the early days. Yeah. That's the youngest of them, but I, I think that's fine. Um, when it comes to the length of stages, I don't think uh, if you look at the '87 Tour Tour de France when uh, Stephen Roach won, I think there was 22 stages, 23 stages. They they were like an extra thousand kilometers more. Um, they, it was crazy. They had long, just horrendous transfer stages, stages kind of thing. Yeah, and even even their mountain stages, they were brutal long. And I think you, you there's a there's a fine line between making them too short or too long. If they're too long, I think that's when drugs start opening yeah. up. You think about eighty seven. How am I going to recover from this? I mean, it's just day after day, and people are just. I mean, even the the greatest athletes. Yeah. are going to break down human body can only yeah you so can't much. you can't recover yeah. after a certain point so i think there's got to be a balance there i think three weeks is good uh they have plenty of they have you know two rest days you know um i think they they've got it nailed down 
the way it is the now. Format. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're they're not as long as they used to be in the eighties, in the early nineties, and even you know through the nineties. I think they shorten those up, and I think that's maybe some of the reason why we don't have drug popping up. You know, I think keep keep the uh, the pro am and the amateur stuff, or or start shortening that, but keep the the grand tours. Don't the classics, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, those are the things that like you look at. You look at those riders and you're like, yeah, they just people are fuck. They're different, man. These people are like, <laughs> yeah. they're just not right. You know, like mm-hmm. you go look at um, some of the Strava for these athletes and you're like, okay, yeah, they're they're wild. Yeah, like yeah. these people are nonstop. How about the ultimate one that came out in the press recently? Substitutions during Grand mm. Tours. Do a movie star recommend that or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ability to actually change riders. How the hell? I think we can all believe it's week, bullshit, right? right? No. It, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, because yeah, I would think about it. I'd be like, oh, okay, I got my leader in yellow. I'm going to get rid of all the support riders and bring in a whole new fresh crew. You know, it's, like yeah, a line change. Yeah, in yeah, hockey. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, it's what an, now I understand the the philosophy behind it is, you know, Enric Moss from Movistar mm-hmm. lost him in the first day. Our entire team budget and our entire team focus is gone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I feel sorry for you, but that's bike racing, isn't yeah. it? it I, I, or, you know, it's just one of those sports that you don't substitute. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. like you just can't. I mean, I, yeah, I don't like it. They tried it in the the crit league here, and it was dumb. It was bad. I remember watching NorCal Cycling saying that it was just not a good format. Yeah, and it's like why? So if it can't work at such a tiny little level, is that going again next year? Did, 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 I don't. I don't know. If, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if money wise it can really handle yeah. it anymore. Yeah. But if it's dumb at a little level. Why do we think, hmm, <laughs> let's go big. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. That's yeah, such a bad idea. I mean, idea. I would play devil's advocate in saying that, I mean, what I saw was that they were recommending for the first week. And I would say that it's a good idea if you have an injured cyclist, right? So if you have somebody crash and they can't start the next day because of some horrific injury that they had. And I don't know how you'd quantify that for, you know, it's like road rash. Yeah. Eh, it doesn't qualify. Yeah. Right. Broken collarbone. Yeah, okay, sub them out. You couldn't sub out a leader, but you could sub out like one of the workhorses, and there'd have yeah. to be some kind of a deadline, like, yeah, in the first five days. or I don't know. As, you, just, as you're saying this, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going, okay, that could technically make sense. If they went in behind 
the amount of hours that have been ridden. Let's yes. say they've ridden 15 hours. Yeah. No You're 15 hours behind overall. But what does that do to a fresh leg of sprinter? Yeah. All of a sudden, I bring in my second best sprinter because Mark Cavendish cra- crashed mm-hmm. out, and I've got a fresh sprinter in there. That's bullshit. That's not mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, because they could, I guess, yeah, you could have a team that just has people standing by, but the other reality is, is like these people haven't trained for the tour, right? Like yeah. they they have their A group. That these are the guys that are going. They should have to race the st- the race just behind the peloton just there's no behind. way to regulate that because that could be part of your strategy too yeah That's you could I'm look saying. at I don't it know. yeah mm-hmm. i i don't think there's a reasonable way to fix that i think that is also part of the the draw to the to the tour is that a team that loses you know well if here's an example there's a a youtube um video called plan b about yumbo visma yeah yeah when things went that is exciting about cycling. If you understand that part, maybe it's hard for the general public to understand because of the way racing works. It's like, okay, Roglic is out. What are we going to do? You know, we're going to go for stages. And then that changes everything, the dynamics. And mm-hmm. that that's like a – I hate using chess as an example, but that's what it is, is when you lose – you lose one of your pieces, you have to readjust and think, okay, how what are, with the pieces I have, what do I – have to do that's what cycling is exciting to me it's like what's this team gonna do yeah with this guy and this guy gone mm-hmm. you know and and they seem to always come at the end of the the tour they come out okay as a general rule there's teams that finish with three people and end up getting you know a stage win or something occasionally yeah. and it's like that's freaking awesome mm-hmm. it, but yeah. they have to and that's what bike racing is all about that's and the, the story the story, the characters, is such an integral part of, of especially those Grand Tours. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, those are elements that I think the sport is missing out on and that they need to, I hate to say the word exploit, but bring out a little bit more. Because those, you know, those things when you're seeing a team like um, EF... Mm-hmm. Uh, easy post where they're they're not the big budget but they're a bunch of scrappy riders they're not going to win the tour overall but you root for them because of what they're doing and the, I think those are the elements that need to be really played upon and, and I, I yeah I think they kind of do that with their if you follow their YouTube channel yeah yeah, yeah. I think they do yeah, yeah. Uh, they're the only team I really think yeah that they do I mean, every team has theirs, but not that it's not done as well. As yeah, mm-hmm. quit going to it. Quit trying to propose a new league or a new way yeah, of yeah. racing. Start promoting the characters you have within the soap opera mm-hmm. that is that is pro cycling. I mean, you look at, you know, we 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 talk about. I think Paul, you brought up uh, auto racing. You know, like uh, Formula, Formula One, One. Mm-hmm. even NASCAR. I hate to say it, but the, the, you see people who have bought into their favorites. Literally, they mm-hmm. have bought into their favorites. They're wearing their jerseys. They're wearing their hats. They're wearing those types of things. Um, that is how you market the sport to, you know, you don't need to have the super exclusive league. You know, if if EF first, EF uh, Easy Post is, is especially now with, with Iran declaring his last season. Mm-hmm. If you're putting out marketing materials and stuff like that, I mean, that's how you make a profitable business model off of the sport. Mm-hmm. Lachlan Morton is is case in point. He doesn't necessarily race. Mm-mm. Yeah, they threw him into some like the tour down under last year or something, yeah. and he is like, oh god. 
but he's their biggest profit base. Yeah. I would I would argue that Lachlan Morton is their biggest celebrity on their team. Yeah, because yeah. of the YouTube stuff, because of the 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 totally. long distance stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where our sport is missing out. I mean, so EF's the only of all the teams, the only one I feel most connected to. They, it's not because they're by any means like at the the best. They have they just like have they're the people's team as far they have as, a presence. Yeah, yeah. like they, they're accessible. It's not like you know UAE is just like some uber rich yeah. Middle Eastern team that you're just like oh they have really good athletes but you don't feel connected to them. Well, it's the same yeah. thing with Sky too. It's like oh that's just a factory where they produce Sky? amazing. Enios, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, Jesus, point. you yeah. are a master. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started then. Day. But like yeah. those Lachlan Morton videos, those those made people feel connected to EF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it'd be really cool if all the teams would put out things that made you like actually root for the team, not just like because you root for writers. And I hate him, but people are going to wear bucket hats because of mm-hmm. EF mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 how you make it a profitable thing. All right, we didn't solve the sport. No, no. Anybody catch Cross Worlds just as a recap piece? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fell asleep on both. I'm yet to pay 150 dollars <laughs> for flow bikes with NordVPN. Yes. With NordVPN, you can. You just pretend you're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm close to it. Yeah, it's it's worth it. It yeah. is worth it, in my opinion. Um, Paul, you said you met, you fell asleep. Yeah, both of the races. I mean, I predicted. One, two, easy. three on, on the women's, and I missed uh, Wait, uh, I didn't on the get men's that. by one last last week. Yeah. Matthew yeah. Vanderpool led through the first corner, and that was and it. And it was over. That was it. Yeah. And, and it's uh, not, you know, at that point, then you're looking at, and the racing was good, you know, down the, yeah. down the line. And, and the women's, too, it's just like, I don't know. Um, it, it seems like four years ago we're talking about, that's the only bike race anybody needs to yeah. watch. And now mm. it's like, oh. What's the legitimacy of cross anymore? Mm. Yeah. What? Really? I've been saying That's that for I've been saying that for a mm. while now. Like uh, the fact that Matthew Vanderpool and Wout Van Aert can come in after not yeah, and Pincock and not racing or training for that the entire year and absolutely murder the field. Mm-hmm. Is that really legitimate anymore? Yeah, like we used to what? say it was uh, separate. Eli Easterbits on line two. <laughs> And in hey, and in fifth and in and in fourth place, <laughs> like who gives a shit? It's you're oh, not even on the podium. You should have said yeah. line four, line four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Line four. yeah. I know that sounds really mean. Obviously, they're like way better athletes than any of us sitting here. I'm not saying that I'm some like I would be better, but it's like, yeah, is it really? It, it, it well, it's a traditional Belgian sport, and that's you know, that's how they get people started. But it isn't the hype that I think. What happened is we came into it, or you know, like you and, and the majority, I, I kind of went away from cross. I watch it once in a while. But when road cyclists were competing, I'm watching, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a little more. Uh, now I got to know the other guys. So when they don't show up, I still watch the other races. But it's not the same as road racing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think then what happened is we got all this hype. And then it's like, oh, this is the same thing every week, yeah. every week. You know, all it is is that splits between, like Vanderpool ran into a post, so then so Van Art wins, and you know it's, <laughs> it's like, funny uh, here. Yeah, one thing. I could have sworn we were a, we were a full bar of people going, "God, this dominance is cool." I do. I but think now we're tired. I, no, I'm not tired of it. Honestly, I think it's really cool that he can dominate in both the road and then dominate. But I agree with him that the lackluster. I'll also say that 
It's kind of like Lionel Messi coming to the U.S. and making all the MLS players look like a fool. It shows yeah. how bad Americans are. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so it's just like, it's one of those things that whenever wow. you take a talent, I made fun of real estate agents, but Jax is making fun of the whole country. <laughs> no, yeah. American soccer players. That's oh. like 40 guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. be real about it. And there are a lot more real estate yeah. agents than Donovan is on line too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. and retired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. We're gonna we're gonna switch gears, and it's time for a, a full boat of segments. We everybody at the bar is is has got a segment, apparently, except me. Mm-hmm. This because whole podcast, is things you're saying, yeah. yeah, this is, yeah, it is. It's all about you. Is it really though? Yeah, but that's you what you want anyway. The whole time. Yeah, and you bring us beer. Yeah. yeah, I'm here for the beer, but I say it's for you. <laughs> Feels right. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. My wife's the same way with wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is like, God, I hope mom's not listening. Uh, first off, because we're going in order of, of how you signed up. First off, we're going to check in with Paul for this week's Changing Times. From then to now, what works, what doesn't, and what can be done about it. I gave you a tagline there. Yeah. And and I was just, you know, this has been an interesting perspective and an interesting piece. So I, I, I like hearing where you go and where you take I pull. I have to pull up my bullet points. So that I titled this one, and I always think I'm going to write, like, more yeah. and put it online. And, and I will someday. Someday. <laughs> we got a magazine There's always tomorrow. for all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or always um, next year. I'm titling this one, When Is Enough Enough? Yeah. So when I got started, there really wasn't any bike computers. You didn't have anything. You just rode. You tried to train. We didn't have heart rate monitors. You didn't know your power or anything. Not and there was, yeah, there was no microphones. Nothing. No. Yeah. In fact, uh, oh yeah. Phones. Was there electricity back then? Well, the, there was a, hey. a few sti- <laughs> steam engine uh, trains. Yeah. David, do you and remember that uh, odometer thing that was on the hub <laughs> of our... It clicked over, yeah. I they know. had those. I That's know. about it. But we didn't know our speed and everything. But then Avocet came out, and they had the Avocet 20. Yep. I always wondered what happened to 10. It must have been a pile of crap. <laughs> <It was> shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it gave you miles, distance, total distance... And speed and time, yeah. Speed, speed, yeah. Speed, time, time, total distance, total distance. Until your battery died and went to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I lost all my miles. Yeah. I don't know how many miles. So, and then they came out with a thirty, which was a little bit smaller than the thirty-five, and they had deck the small little, and you had to run a wire and a magnet down, and you had to calibrate it yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So then the next thing came out was, and I remember Sigma Sport. It came out or Sigma, um, came out with a computer that. Went with the heart rate monitor. Yeah, yeah. Very popular with the the uh, triathletes. Polar Huge. did it too. I think. Yeah, Polar. Polar, Polar was it was yeah. the, in in uh, conjunction with. Yeah. I think Sigma was, was the. What was it? it? Was a German? It was it Sigma? Anyway, anyway. So then we had heart rate monitor and speed and all that, and then along comes um, power, and only a few people had power. And then that kind of altered the way people are training and racing too. And and the big one is Sky for the older people in this. That's now Enios. Mm-hmm. Just to let oh, you know. Yeah. I don't okay. know if you knew Sam. They yeah. changed sponsors yeah. <laughs> eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but racing got pretty boring because then you know they could calculate, and and they would just have a train, and it was mm-hmm. it, it made for terrible racing. But then there's people that broke that mold, and diet became a big deal. But outside of that, now they have glucose monitors. You can't use them on races, but you, you can got, train David's with them. David's got one on right now. Is it? Yeah. I got one for free, yeah. Yeah. So, so and Jesus. to me, yeah. all Kids these things, these 
And then, then the other thing now they're working with is is body core temperature. So oh. you wear a band, and so you can lose up to twenty five percent of your, or twenty five, yeah, twenty five percent of your power when your body core gets so high. I think mm. that's that's the number, if I remember correctly. So if we have this all this information coming into a database, this is where Formula One comes in. So in Formula One, they used to have the engineers design a car. They send out their their drivers and they do the course. And they they said in turn two, you know, it seems to be sliding a little bit. Okay, we'll adjust the camber on this, blah, 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 blah. And they do all this. Now, they don't even listen to the drivers. They they say, hey, I I think I can go faster here. And then they put in all this, you know, electronically, they can actually figure out. Or you could go faster. They tell the the driver you can go faster if you break, like, two seconds on this corner, you know, like, fraction of a second here and there. I don't want to me it's like all of a sudden i want to fall back to it was so cool to go out there and learn about your own body where you where your limits were and and that type of thing and and it i do not want to see the sport go to the point where guys wearing glucose monitors and core temperature things yeah david people and you know (laughs) i think for training to know where your body is but do we allow should we allow those things because technology is is cycling just one of those deadbeat things? Oh, they will never change. Yeah. But it, it kind of to me ruins cycling. I, I the most exciting races that I've seen in the last couple of years at Worlds. There's no radios. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's huge. Yeah, I mean that radios were a big thing. And then if you think about this Worlds, no one knew chasing uh, Vanderpool that he had crashed. Yeah. All, all all of them in that chase group are like, we had no idea. But back in our day. You had no information. Yeah. You ran because you don't know what the hell's going on in front. And that guy could crash or flat or something. You race like hell no matter what. You don't say, well, we're racing for a second. Mm-hmm. And I think that the problem with when is enough enough? When, human, when do we cut that off? The human element and the ability to fuck up mm-hmm. is lost. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I have thoroughly I agree. agreed with that for a very long time. I would say heart rate monitors and like your basic computer that has um, like, yeah, the GPS where you have like the maps, you can see the hills, all that. Yeah. You could like, sure, great. But yeah. I would even like eliminate, yeah, power meters. I'd definitely eliminate um, the radios. Uh, definitely no glucose monitors, any of that type of stuff. Just because it would make for a totally different sport. Like so many riders nowadays are just robots and are just fed the information of you need to eat right now. You need to do this. You know, this person's this far ahead. You can bridge at that power. And it's like, no, it takes a lot of it away. Instead of knowing your own body and being like, I think I can get there, you know, well, try it. And, that, and, and that's then you the thing. implode and you don't. To me, I have no problems with people training with that. Yeah. You know, and you have to tap that into your mind. It's like, okay, this is a sensation that I feel when I'm I'm low on sugar. I mean, that's where you have to make that balance. Instead of having somebody in your ear going, okay, it's been an hour and a half. You took, you know, so many grams of carbon. And it should be something that on the bike that should be done. Teams need to make that communication. Yeah. And, and the old-fashioned way of dropping back to the team car and faking that you have a mechanical, I know it sounds cheesy, and saying, hey, so-and-so looks a little tired. Should we attack them? You know, they're doing. And for an example, if you want to see how that was done, uh, you can go to uh, the 1988 Paris-Roubaix, and uh, I think CBS did that coverage. And Andy Hampson 
believe it or not, was in the Paris-Roubaix not to finish, <laughs> but he actually is bringing Coates back and yeah. it's like mentioning what's going on and that type of thing. And so that part of cycling was, was cool. Yeah. But when it's all in your ear and you see guys, uh-huh, you yeah. know, reaching and grabbing their, their jersey and speaking into it, it's, I don't know. But I, I think right. a lot of a lot of that, um, sorry to drag this on, I don't like, because radios were, the big push was safety. If there's a crash up ahead, that thing, I totally understand that. And I'm not taking away that. But um, I don't want to see glucose being in there, well, for the safety's sake. Or, you know, whatever yeah. they're going to, yeah. that, that's cheap. Yeah. That's cheap. Okay. Next off, he's still got his own theme. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's some BS. It is. But this is a good one. I was here before him. Mm. Ask Dr. David, this week's question is a bit sensitive. This one actually came, uh, this one just came to me recently from a listener. Dr. David, I'm only asking this question because I feel it's something that many cyclists deal with but are afraid to ask. How do cyclists deal with issues arising? <laughs> From hemorrhoids, Ugh. causes, treatments, and prevention. Um, very, very sensitive topic indeed. Very sensitive. And, and you would think, and this could also probably come into a position type of a, a bike fit type of an issue, but but dealing with the dreaded hemorrhoids and, and how to, do you train through it? Do you, I mean, mm. you know, and, and things along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to start by saying I couldn't stop thinking about hemorrhoids? Sam during all this. <laughs> Did I have hemorrhoids? I mean, you just scream hemorrhoids. Everything about the risk oh factors, God. and yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what are the risk factors? He's gonna get hemorrhoids. Is what I'm gonna. So, so, I think that what's more important, yeah, is talking about power. risk yeah. factors. I think, um, you know, what causes it, and then like things you can do is imp- definitely important. Um, it, I think there's some thought that um, cycling can cause hemorrhoids because you, you know, stick a skinny seat between your cheeks. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, there's no actual evidence to support that. Uh, the, the hemorrhoids are typically caused by prolonged, like, straining or intra-abdominal pressure. So weightlifters, actually, it, they do have a higher incidence of um, hemorrhoids later in life. And that's from the bearing down, like, the really heavy exercise. Not <coughs> the, yeah. Like, uh, and then people who don't eat enough fiber, constipated. Um, actually people who sit on the toilet for too long and send their sister-in-law memes all the time, uh, you know, yeah. that's a risk second, factor. Second water closet downstairs. Oh, yeah. shit in closet. It's your meme mm-hmm. closet. Yeah. yeah. Shitting and, right. and sending memes, but don't sit on the toilet for too long. It's not sitting on a seat, it's sitting on the toilet, straining, low fiber diet, that sort of thing. It's that intra-abdominal Seriously, pressure. just physically sitting on a toilet seat is going to cause that? That's what they say. You spread your Because it's out. poking yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Poking down. Yeah. yeah. But the physical irritation of a of a um, of a saddle shouldn't be causing hemorrhoids, though it could cause them to be irritated. Um, there's two types of hemorrhoids: the ones that everybody on this podcast is going to care about, and the listeners are external. It just has to do with the vein that's dilated. Those are the painful ones, um, and it happens to the best of us, even the most healthy of people. Um, the as for whether or not you can train through it, it's going to depend heavily on how painful it is for you. Um, you're very unlikely to make it worse just by rubbing on it. You're just going to make it painful. Um, and you're not going to like bleed out and die from it, even though you might see a little blood on the toilet paper. Um, but you can do things like sits baths and 
um, hydrocortisone cream, but in terms of prevention, it's really just a healthy lifestyle, high fiber diet. Don't strain, you know, I mean, limited amount of lift, heavy exercise. You don't want to do it like a bodybuilder, but you so you're know. telling me I, 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 alcohol, I gotta, I gotta relax on the toilet. I mean, I, what if I'm in a hurry? Have you ever tried just places like, to be, man? You know, you shit to just do. turn on some music, just sit down and light a candle, and you like, know, like just, <laughs> Take Set the mood and then and just scream. Yeah, just sit <laughs> down just like, said, ah, I gotta go. Ah! And then like mm. push and push and poop and run or what? Like, uh, what are you doing on the toilet? I'm, I, 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 I'm not saying this is all about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's awfully suspicious, but. Yeah. You know, um, I don't mind the swelling. It's the itching I can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> it. They have topical treatments and otherwise yeah. you could just get surgery. But like, you know, they're not life threatening. They're super inconvenient. Um, you know fiber really but most of the things we do as cyclists um actually help prevent uh hemorrhoids just living a healthy cardiovascular lifestyle of you know endurance exercise i think we're all diet conscious trying to eat right that sort of a thing so yeah don't what are you fuckers looking at me for well, uh, <laughs> um all right um uh, next next happens to be uh, uh jack's opportunity did you have a style tips this, this yes style points this week I came with up with something style points with jackson and i need some sort of a uh, i'm too sexy for my jack <laughs> you know, oh, that's great. Bad, you know i need something like uh-huh. that yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. i now want you me patrick Bolger. yes to take a breath and let me take over for a second. Does I've that got mean I can use the restroom? Yeah, I've got Sweet. questions. Pee break. I've got yeah. You can relax. This is your time to take it easy. So, I have I have a few questions. Um, so the first one is because this is a style based section. Uh, what do you typically like to wear on a daily basis outside of work? This is outside of work. Let's say you're going out on it could be a date could be you're going out somewhere what would you specifically like to wear what is the thing that you reach for first sam lululemon lululemon so like pants lululemon shirt all of it undies okay all of it's lululemon. what what shoes do you typically reach for your boots always my red backs okay paul what about you i always start with the shoes okay and i have a plethora of them so it, it could be really? anything yeah how many do you have i don't know That's like great 15 shoes. That's how I am too. Yeah. I have Fluvogs, Doc Martens, these goofy little Simpson tennis shoes. I only have two pairs of tennis shoes. I have 1940s work boots that I use. They're kind of cool. I I have butt load. Yeah. So you base your outfit around the shoes. Yeah, first. the shoes first. See, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, David, what about you? I also base mine around the around which boot. I, I have two pairs of boots. That's it. Okay. And I I don't even own tennis shoes. And so I, I'm like, which boot am I going to wear? One's black, one's brown. And then I build the outfit up. You know, you can't, I usually like brown mm-hmm. boots, black pants sort of thing. Right. Don't like shorts, really. Rather okay. wear pants and something comfortable on top. I don't really dress up very well, so. So I guess then that, David, what you said kind of like leads me to my next thing. Do you prioritize function over fashion? Yes, heavily. Sam, you so you heavily. would rather be comfortable than looking a specific yep. way. Okay. Paul? More fashion than function, yeah. I would say. Not drastically, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't I won't choose uh, any clothes. I won't wear any clothes that's not comfortable, but yeah. fashion is more more on my side. For sure. Okay, David? Function. Function, okay. Yeah, function for sure. So you're more wanting it to be comfortable rather than specifically look a type of way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, now that you're back, do you prioritize function over fashion? Are you asking me if the Dayglow rain jacket <laughs> kept me dry? Would I wear it? Well, day hell to, no. Day to day. Day to day. When you're walking. Oh. Or, yeah. Do you prioritize? Would you rather be comfortable or look a specific way? I, I, yeah, I give a shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when it goes, here's a question <laughs> for all of us. I mean, you think this happens by accident? I mean, no. this takes work. <laughs> yeah. I've got quite a few wow. here, so if we get a little too That's too right. long, let me know. Um, when you're on the bike, do you care about specific clothing pieces? So when you're like, yes. uh, like, does a jersey go with the shorts type of situation? So Sam, you do. You instantly said that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Room yeah. full of roadies. That matters. Yeah. Paul? I used to not care, but now I do. Yes. Yeah? Even down to the socks, which used to not be... Yeah. thing for me but now it is uh-huh definitely yeah you do i definitely care more on the bike than regular clothes okay what about yep. you yeah you care specifically i do 100%. too i think that it's a very 100%. interesting this is a roadie dynamic too. well exactly because yeah, yeah, what yeah. what my next thing is do you keep up with cycling trends because there are 100 percent cycling trends i have pictures here specifically talking about cycling trends we see map is one of these brands mm. we're seeing a lot of earth tone type of pictures or uh, fashion trends going you know in the what? world of cycling. And, and this was what pisses me off. Because I think we're like maybe 15 seconds ahead of the trends. And that's it. Because you know, like our kit for next year is going to be more earthy. And now everybody's going to be doing it. And we're just going to look like a bunch of bandwagoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would we all collectively say that we kind of pay attention to that stuff a little bit? Buy into what it looks like? Yeah. 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 Uh, to to a point. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some colors and stuff I I maybe trendy I I would not wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm not a fan of purples and pinks. Right. I mean, or that's just yellow. me personally. Yeah. Neon. Uh, or those neons are. Or those Oakley glasses that go over the bridge of yeah. the nose. Yeah. Those are <laughs> super cool. Um. One of my last two questions I here. Should stayed in the bathroom, shouldn't I? Yeah. Would you, as a as, as an individual, consider yourself a fashionable person? Fashionable person, oh, Sam. Shit. Only when I want to be. So when you really put an effort out. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't, would you say it comes naturally? Like you go into a closet and you just pick items. That oh, would... I think I totally can. Like I think mm-hmm. that I can pick an outfit that I would look fashionable in, but I do not choose that. Okay. Yeah. Paul? Yeah, because my wife will tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's the one that really, Yeah. I think I'm, I'm looking good and she'll say no. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's on my mind. Right, right. Yeah. 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 David, what about you? No. No? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so you don't feel like you have that internal like knack for it? You can just like pick it and it's fashionable? I don't think so, no. You walked okay. in with the tousled wet hair tonight, though. That was, it was good. And you got the curl thing going on there a little bit, you know? Well, that's, that's just... just his genetics. That's just genetic. I don't... It's not... He doesn't do anything. He just got yeah. out of the shower because he probably came from the hospital or something. Oh. MRSA. Mm-hmm. MRSA. What do you think? I, I, I try to dress my age... Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I think, and I think that's really respectable. I think dressing your age is something that a lot of people don't understand. And I think if you're dressing like a 20 year old as a 50 year old, yeah. I'm not saying that you're out of that league, but it yeah, does. Right. You can incorporate aspects, but after a while, it does look a little childish. Mm-hmm. And so, something that all of these questions have led up to Which is why I don't wear skin suits because it <laughs> doesn't fit my age. <laughs> <laughs> so something I think it's shape. Yeah. Or my what's the word? Or what's my, no? Fupa. Your fupa. Yeah. Fupa. So something that I have been seeing a lot lately, because I do watch, I I watch. I would say I I just like to watch sports lately. And something that I have noticed arising a lot lately is the team aspect or individual aspect in terms of American sports showing up in a specific look. So 
in terms of you soccer, need to start sending me these images and I can put them up on the on the yeah, big screen. I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, 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 but yeah. so this is AC Milan. They oh last year, um, yeah these let these Letterman's jackets are actually from a brand called Off White, which is a very high end designer brand. Oh, and they all showed up in these. Each and every one of these people. We also see the U.S. women's national team showing up in things like suits. this. Mm-hmm. Suits. Yeah. This is Barcelona. They have specific designers create this stuff for them. Very kind of opening ceremonies, Olympic type of a yeah. look to it. Yeah. We see, I mean, this was Travis Kelsey at the Super Bowl. He showed up in a custom, I forget, I don't know the brand here, but a custom entire suit. Yeah. We have Pat Mahomes. These all are like individual athletes showing up in certain looks. And it's like, it's a thing now. We don't really see that in cycling. And so yeah. my last question here is how would you feel if cycling turned to that a little bit more? Turn into instead of everybody showing up in track pants and a comfortable t-shirt. Because I will say, we as a, a cycling group off the bike, we are not a fashionable crew. A fashionable <laughs> crew. We all like the sweats. We all like the t-shirts that are from races that are kind of cool maxi. Yeah. And so I think how would you feel if you began to see Primoz Roglic show up with the Bora Hansgrohe team and they're all in Louis Vuitton suits? Wow. I did really love um with Audi when we had we had like um race attire and then Arcteryx. we had podium attire and then we had we did have some like pre like we had some nice Arcteryx pants and Arcteryx polo and I thought it was pretty cool to like show up in like matching fancy Arcteryx clothes to a race and then have like something to put on for the podium. I thought that was pretty cool. I enjoyed yeah. it. I couldn't pick it out. I liked to wear it though. There was a day back in the back in the eighties yeah. where, um, as a member of Arrive, we had a wool jacket with Heck the yeah. stitching on the back that I still have somewhere around here, and we also had polos mm-hmm. that with that said Arrive Cycling on them that we would that you would show up to a race and wear and wear afterwards and on a podium and things yeah. like that instead of oh I don't know a helmet. <laughs> It's a don't. Hi, Sam. I've never worn a helmet. On the podium? Yeah. Yeah, never. That's a fat lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you have to. Pictures approved. I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wear a helmet on the podium. Anybody, ever. But I feel like the only but, one that I did was when they let, I crossed the finish line and the race was, it was the 2-3 race or something like that. It's or a, a two-finger no, 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 buckle, no, no. man. Two I fucking get that, fingers. Just clip. When you roll <laughs> across and they literally just shove a podium in front of you and say, all right, hop up. And it's like that fast. Uh, was and that I'm Portland like, where I, I didn't have my helmet on? No, you had your helmet on too. I don't think I did. I don't think you did either. I, I think Sam's photo. just pulling. I think Sam's just trying to make up. He's just like, oh, I crossed the line. I had to grab both brakes. They shoved the podium in front of me. It's true. <laughs> it's no. This this isn't some. By the way, Jackson, to answer your question, I think that would be so cool for the pro ranks of the sport. I even think for like the grand tours when they have the riders all on the stage or mm-hmm. something like that. You don't need to see them on their bikes. Have them all out there looking. I agree. So I would agree, but I really hate the like styled stuff. I there. want just like a suit. Yeah. Like that's great. Yeah, I'm you. on board. Yeah. But it can be what whatever saying, yeah. brand you want, but I just yeah. don't want the like plaid or do we need whatever. podium it's gear? just black and white. Do we need yes. pre and post podium gear, Jeff? Yes, we do. See, yeah. I like the idea of podium gear. It gets to a specific point, though. I think Rafa has done it very well. They made yeah. the casual look, or they made like polos look a little bit normal. I hate a Coolmax polo. I despise it. I think it's oh, the yeah, ugliest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a black 
Cool Max Polo makes uh, me want to vomit. Yeah, too shiny. Yeah, too, just ugh. it's gross to me. I hate yeah. that type of style. Like just UAE bleeds, has them. Just bleeds golf. Yeah, UAE has them, and I hate them. I hate them so much. <laughs> but Arcteryx has like really nice Rafa, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's several brands out there that I think are great. Like just have a rebate. Step up the style that. game, cyclists. Well, exactly. It it was there. If and, you if you and ever burn watch your Crocs, if you burn ever, your Crocs. <laughs> If you wow. ever watch uh, Hell of the North, yeah. the, the 1976 documentary about Perry-Roubaix, you watch uh, Eddie Merck show up this and is, Roger yeah. DeFlamic, mm-hmm. they're in then leisure suits. Yeah. And yeah, they were styled. Sweet. They tied. I mean, they would come out of the car and unload their stuff. They were it, they were decked out back That's in the, the way day. to do it because yeah. then you know, like, it they're is game it. time. Yeah, it is. Like, you know it's what? Time to- and, and this is going to make me sound even older. It. I remember dressing up to go on an airplane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's and out different. to dinner. Wow. And out to yeah. dinner. I thought that was the Out 40s. to dinner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my parents, when I first started flying, yeah. um, would you would have to dress up nicely. Yeah. Rich Hincapi, who was a buddy of mine back then, his family worked for the airlines, and he would fly on standby because his he would get free tickets. He wore a full-on suit every time he entered an airport because he didn't know if he was going to get a ticket or not. And the more professional he looked, the better chances he, he got of getting a ticket. Wow. So. So yeah, oh dressing nice. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, there is it. There is an element that has been lost in terms of personal respect in those elements. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 style forward thing. And yes, it, but it's it's in our sport because you look at all the professional athletics, f- football, yeah, f- football, uh, all you know, those types of things. People mm-hmm. are dressing up. People are dialing, dialing it in. Maybe we got to do that. There we go. Jackson, good style points. Last but not least, it's time for a fit tip with Bike Fit Sam, courtesy of our friends at Ambassador Cycling. Be sure and check out ambassadorcycling.com for all the information and book an appointment with the one and only himself. Sam, you, this is an interesting one about um, knee pain. Mm-hmm. Exterior. Uh, what, Interior. Uh, and, and, anterior. Yeah, so the front of your knee. Um, and, and how... You, you mentioned how indoor training can exacerbate it mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, it's not uncommon that anything gets exasperate, exasperated. Whoa. Exacerbated? Yeah. It's that Kirkland sparkling water. It is hitting. That's just different. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So, um, yeah, no, anything will be uh, made worse on a trainer. And so what I have found is, and it, it you know, most of the time, if the rider goes and rides outside, it might even hide uh, itself, and it's not really a problem. They get on the trainer in the fall, and it's like, ah, oh, the front of my knee hurts. Yeah. And that, a nice thing about, like, this, um, I just did a fit on a guy, a local racer, last week, and it's like, I always just start with in these numbers, right? Like, if we get you set within these ranges, which is what I've been trained under, then we know exactly where that goes, Right you can still make a good judgment guess on like if you have anterior knee pain i'm gonna assume you might be too far forward and you get this mm-hmm. shearing at the knee if the foot is clipped in because how the arthrokinematics throwing out a big word here for us whoa that is joint it's bigger than exacerbate yeah, i know <laughs> that's how the joint is supposed to move and so if you are clipped in the tibia on the femur is not able to translate correctly if you are too far forward and you get a shearing on your uh, front of your knee and that causes pain in the front of the knee. 
So if you're too far forward in your saddle, that can cause it. And if you're too extended, it can cause it. So if you're really reaching at the bottom of the pedal stroke, usually a little bit more quad dominant and less hamstrings are involved. You get imbalances as well. And so you'll get anterior knee pain. I'd recommend lowering the saddle, start there. And then if it's still not fixing it, maybe try moving it back. And, and, and when you're on the trainer, because you're so rarely out of the saddle and you're not adjusting your position, that's where it's going to compound the issue. Yep. Yeah. So if you're standing and you're, you know, getting out of the saddle, it'll usually like settle all the, the issues yeah. down. I hate getting out of the saddle on the trainer. I know. It feels so stupid. Because well, it's just locked in. And maybe on like the newer <laughs> stuff where it can rock and roll, yeah. like it would be better. But I the four aft thing looks just stupid to me. Yeah. Does it also rock side to side? No. no. Those rocker trainer boards seem pretty cool, yeah. but also I'm not about to spend a thousand dollars. The amount of price you're putting into that is just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Elite for a while there had was it Elite or what was the green trainer? Oh, kin- kinetic. Uh, um yeah, kinetic. Yeah, kinetic. Yeah, they kinetic. had a rocker rock side to side. Yeah. I have that in my basement. Don't it works it. nice. It's just it's not smart. It's not a smart trainer. Yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen, before we sign off, it is the season of love. Mm. And I want to know, this has got to be a short answer because we're at 131 already. Your short answer, final K question for the tonight for tonight is, what is the ro- most romantic thing you can do that involves bikes? Most romantic thing you can do that involves bikes. And you can't say, tell my wife, I won't get any bikes. I won't touch any bikes. I won't talk about bikes. Let's go out to dinner. Mm. That doesn't count. So what is the most romantic thing you can do that involves bikes? Does anybody want to jump into this round of fire? Sam? Um, uh, push my wife up a hill. <laughs> or let her draft me. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we ride our, our cruisers to yeah. Mary Hill and have some wine and, and some food. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah downtown dweller yeah yeah my wife and i've done quite a few like cycling oriented vacations and just having her just her having the ability to just show up and like have everything planned oh okay she loves it just being able to like know that she gets to ride her bike every day eat good food drink good booze there you go have Mm -hmm. a warm bed Mm -hmm. there you go with you yeah. Without shaved legs, with normal unshaved legs, yeah. not scratching the shit her out of her in the yeah. middle of the exactly, night, exactly, exactly, and <laughs> causes to pay a fee to the Airbnb for ruining their sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, there's other ways um, <laughs> to tear a sheet. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe like a beach, a beach cruiser type of situation, oh, okay. you know, that type of thing. Honestly, to be honest, I will say that not riding. You've is, got a non-cycling wife. Uh, yeah. yeah, and she, it's not that she's not interested in it at all. It's no. just that, like, it's, it's not just not her, her yeah, yeah, it's not her vibe. Yeah. So it's just, like, I don't know, giving them the time of day, you know, not always talking about my bike. I know you said oh, not geez. to say that, but no, just, like, yeah, you know, yeah, too much. You pulled and went straight into it. I yeah, know, but yeah. it's just, like, being present, you know, that is a being a good thing. husband. Why, why don't you guys just get on your bikes and ride to Dairy Queen? And it's sure. right across the yeah. street. It is. Yeah, yeah but you can ride there. It's like yeah. eight, eight feet yeah. away there from go. their house. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that, though. Like, Get not talking bar. bikes can yeah. sometimes be a very good gift because we all talk a lot of bikes. And I think that is a good outlet of us here. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to. That's why my wife encourages bikes. me to yeah, come here. I think my Shut you up. Get it all yeah. out. Yeah. My, uh, my romantic thing with my wife is my wife is a fan of tandems. She and I, she and I own two tandems, a road and a mountain tandem. 
And um, she loves riding those things. And if I were to take the time and load the damn thing on the car, she loves our mountain bike tandem. And and it doesn't have to be a long ride. It doesn't have to be a hard ride. It doesn't have to be fast. It's just going. And um, it is, it's, honestly, when You're we... You're talking s- about the bike, not long, hard, fast. No. Well, fast. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Trying to get the Let's activity be squared Let's away that you're talking Whoa. about there. Yeah. Mark Fast. my words, I'm All buying right. a tandem at the bike shop this year. There, there, there are, um, it, 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 it's There's a marriage so counselor. Fun. It's a marriage counselor to a certain so extent because fun. you have to, you have to work together. Yeah. You cannot both just pedal a bike. Yep. It, you have to swing together. You, <laughs> you have to. You have to put your keys in the proper fishbowl <laughs> and then hope that your wife picks your keys out because then you're no, no um but uh but <sighs> yeah, it like is when you a, stand to go up a hill for instance. Oh my god, like it's that, still right? like she and I've been doing things. Ever. It is very hard. Yeah. And it Jesus <laughs> See? and she <laughs> and I she and I have not mastered the art of standing oh, up master? still after all these years. Uh, <laughs> god this guy. How many beers did you have tonight? This one. Just one. <laughs> Nine percent. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, I I I would love to get into a discussion about tandeming. Yeah, let's Didn't do work it next out week. For my Anyways, wife and I. next week. Not no, well, you did it once. Yeah. The it. first tandem ride my wife and I went on, we did a twenty-mile hangman loop, and it took us almost two hours. It was horrible. Well, that wasn't our issue. It was the the saddle wasn't proper. Oh no! And it yeah. ruined our anniversary. And. It- <laughs> I'm just saying that. Which was a week later. And we know that it wasn't <laughs> Paul that was ruined because we've all seen his saddle. Yeah. Yeah. He is impervious. And it was your, your wife's saddle. It was my wife's yeah, saddle. Yeah. And we that is that is a, a Personal it's very specific thing within yes, itself. Yes, yeah, it is. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, um, All right. Paul ruined it for me. Made yeah. it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for being here. It's so great. good to be back after a week off. Everybody who listening to this show, please like, subscribe, tell a friend. Be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Every time I ask somebody to do that, a couple of you guys do it, and it's such a help for when all these things come together. And go to packfiller.com and, and click on those sponsor links. I know it sounds cheesy, and I know it sounds selfish, but damn it, it is selfish. i got to keep these guys in beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the outro? Oh, I was supposed to do it the whole time. Yeah. One week off. Yeah. Man. I'm going to have to pick the shorter one. The shorter, mellow, more mellow one. This one just sounds like a I like piano it. bar. This sounds like yeah. Minecraft music. I'm going to tell you that right now. Nasty, yeah. Honestly. Also sounds like a little I need some bit of Charlie Brown right now. With oh, this. my God. I haven't had bourbon. Speaking of, since. Out this weekend. Have you guys gone to purgatory? Yo, oh. Yeah. Are you nope. kidding me? Not until I die. No. There's a place downtown, which I live. My wife and I went there for lunch, and it's they have our good place. food too. Yeah, they, have they have good, good drinks. Oh, they you're talking whiskey. about a restaurant. I think yeah. you're talking about like when I die, like <laughs> the middle ground, like yeah. where they judge me. The whiskey list is two pages. Did you long. touch yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's insane. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack's over here plugging his ears. Or I was.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.